0: Well, we'll try this uh, episode, and then we can dick around with it a little bit and see how it goes.
1: We can't dick around because this is the episode you're talking in. It we're right in now. episode now. I've put this in. You're not going to cut this as an intro. <laughs> this <laughs> is our intro.
0: Welcome to the podcast. We have no idea what we're doing.
1: Welcome to the Lord Dump. We're professionals. <laughs>
0: Professional.
1: <laughs> I've never
0: been considered one.
1: Of Anyways, before. welcome to the Lord
0: Dump. Hello.
1: We are excited to be here and very unprepared for this we
0: are it's it's gonna be good because
1: it's a stream of consciousness show yeah
0: where we be feral at a microphone for an mm-hmm. hour
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. okay accurate
0: accurate okay. accurate 10 out of 10. uh you introduce yourself first okay because i demanded everybody i'm josh aka the governor uh, I do like social media stuff, cosplaying a lot of D and D content, uh, and I work with Sean at the Welcome In, making amazing quality D and D content for everybody on the internet.
1: That's cool. That's good. It's good to have you here,
0: Josh. Yeah, thanks. I, I, it's, uh, thanks for webinar. having me.
1: No problem. No problem. No problem. I am uh, Sean or Mister Chicken Ants, if you're feeling nasty uh, on TikTok mostly, or any social medias i am a sentient garbage human who has tricked josh into allowing him on his twitch channel which has been very nice and uh good for
0: me <laughs> it's been fun <laughs> tricked i don't remember i, I don't recall you. that being how it went down but we'll leave the mystery We'll, you can't. we'll leave the mystery there for our audience
1: <laughs> this is the prestige this is the reveal of my trick the whole time oh, my. so you can't know it before I
0: reveal it, it's to you. Such pres- it's such otherwise. Wow! I had no idea, Sean. You've you've done so I well. I did get you. Yes, I did get you. Once again, I have been fooled by <laughs> the Mister
1: Shickadance. Dance. The one and only. It's me, myself, and I. Oh. Uh and this is our new show, Lord Dump. Lord Dump. Where together, me and my uh, feral boy toy here will <laughs> work on creating <laughs> the world me together. Your boy toy. Huh? I don't think anyone heard that one. I'm probably going to cut that out. It's true.
0: That stays.
1: Yeah, we're going to work on creating our own homebrew world together, uh, collaboratively, as it makes it much easier for us to function, as Josh is an anthropology major and I am lazy but i have spurts of inspiration
0: okay okay you just gave my background but let's give you like you've got you've got some background too that i'm pretty sure you you pull upon as well <laughs> tell, tell us about tell about. us about your your inspiration
1: my inspiration what are
0: you talking yeah, about like, what, what's your what's your history with with like like you say i'm an anthropology major <clears throat> now you have a degree right?
1: I have a psychology degree. Wow. I don't know how much that does with fantasy That's worlds. what you used to trick me
0: into. What are you on the Twitch channel?
1: <laughs> I will say that is my uh, prestige trick. I use psychology to make you uh, my fool. You, so, you
0: use it to make me feel things like emotions. That's weird. It's
1: a weird way you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't see his face, audience. It is grotesque. <laughs> He is sexualizing it, me. The part of I do
0: not the, find the things that you're saying hurt my feelings because my face hasn't changed. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I just look like It's this, always <laughs> it always when
1: you're looking at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. We should probably build out this world because people have already deleted this app from their entire phone. Like n- or Spotify or wherever we're putting this. This is
0: pointless. It's just two idiots talking into microphones. It's
1: for us. It's for yes. us.
0: Well, okay, let's, let's, let's explain one thing really quick. So what we're doing, right, is we're gonna, we're gonna build a world, we're gonna start kind of from like, like, what's the geography, what's the region, like all those sorts of things, and then get into more like nitty gritty, we'll like, hopefully, like homebrew items and monsters and things like that as well. Um, But the idea is that you guys, as we progress, can send in questions. Some of you already have um, unwittingly because Sean prompted you to. Um, I specifically as can... asked
1: for questions. Yes. If you do want to ask us any questions, you can uh, send us an email at uh, lorddumbquestions at com, and we'll pour through them there. We'll answer them on the show. Uh, you can also, you know, send send us a little question on Twitter if you want to. We're uh, the Lord Dump on Twitter. I got that one at least.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. And
1: Instagram. So you can send us any questions pretty much anywhere you would use your phone. We'll probably find it.
0: Yeah, Twitter's awesome. But Josh Instagram is correct. Is
1: awesome. This first episode is just to get the basis of the world started, so that we can sort of every episode create a different part of it. Uh, in addition to in future episodes, answering some audience questions. It's gonna be it's gonna be good times.
0: It's it's gonna be a real. I'm pretty excited. I like world building. I like yeah. Sean. I like Sean will world building. So it's gonna be a good time.
1: <laughs> I like Josh. I like worlds. I like worlds with Josh in them. Stop. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine.
0: Okay. So so getting like right into the meat. Is there anything else we need to like cover before we start? I guess.
1: Um. Right? Or- I think we're good.
0: So how do you conceptualize the world like what's your starting point point? and this is a big question like this is one of the like grand... the biggest we've question. been on panels before right yes. and like we get asked this question a lot
1: i've never once been on a panel but i appreciate well actually no you we... were on the flannel panel <laughs> we ran our own you, panel you i cheated yeah, you've been there. faked my own credentials to get into my own panel um <laughs> that is the first question i think everyone asks when talking about world building like where do you start where's your starting point uh Josh I assume you are very uh anthropology based and you sort of go from are you bottom up I assume
0: um I'm so my anthropological background was this is going to get real real nerdy for a minute my my focus was on the impact of roman and the city of rome's geography on the architecture, and then further implications on Roman society oh, from there. Man, so I like to start with geography. I really do, because how humans travel, what resources are available, so on and so forth. Uh, humans are other sentient races in D and D cases. Yeah, they're, uh, case. they're
1: mostly dwarves, and then also humans. I just heard about recently from Josh.
0: Dwarves are the most important. Yeah, but, but this is we'll a get there.
1: dwarf first podcast. I don't know if that that's our first our first official stance is dwarf first
0: dwarf, dwarf. this it, that's actually where so i'm gonna scratch my whole prior answer you start with dwarves where do the dwarves? Um, where's the mountains where's the hills where's the mountains where's the where's the dark? tunnels that's it yeah those three places that's the important stuff yeah yeah once you've got that sussed out the rest of it you can just not do uh and then when your players join you at the tabletop uh they're really going to appreciate the world you have built for them.
1: <laughs> all races except for dwarves are incredibly rare on in this world
0: uh yes yes
1: no but back to seriousness sorry
0: yes this is gonna happen a lot it's gonna happen a lot i'm gonna gonna cut it all i'm gonna cut half of this out it's gonna be fun oh okay good stuff uh i'm gonna go back and listen to this and it's all gonna be it's gonna be
1: streamlined and like wow we sound really good and i'm like yeah it took me five days to do that
0: (laughs) it's perfect um but uh yeah so starting with with um starting with a continent or a couple of continents if you wanna get overboard, or even, you don't have to have a whole continent. Like, focus in on where your players are going to be if you're starting from scratch. Like, if you're not developing a whole world, Sean and I, it's gonna be a little different because our intent is just to create a world to play in later. Mm -hmm. But consider your circumstances. Yes. um, And then begin from there. But I do, even like understanding that context, if I'm defining a coastline or a forested region, I will then begin, likely, with the geography myself. It's a very good
1: thing to begin with. Um, What about you? I think I tend to be from top down. Like, the thing I think about is more creation myth and how that started and how that affects the world as a whole. Um, So I think about what Pantheon I want to use. I tend to not use already existing ones because I make everything up. I'm a weirdo um but i tend to make that myth on the, at the start and then work down from there like okay well what did this land come about as or what did this who made this land like who made the individual races or where did they come from if they weren't right. here already um i tend to that's think that's so it, crucial it is <laughs> like because i'm pretty sure every D campaign i've ever watched or consumed in any fashion has at some point touched upon the creation myth and why it's so important <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it inevitably happens no matter what, mm-hmm. and it is like. See, this is this is the the um, the the funny thing about me is like I always perceive gods as a. Con- Sorry, internet. I perceive gods as a construct of humanity as representations. <sighs> so a lot of the time, yeah, I know. Taking our second stance into, like, already. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a personal stance, no, not the stance not, of anybody okay. else. Um, but like, like so when i think of gods the gods of the world are at least the way the world interacts with them is based on the races on the planet yes that's not the case the gods in D have to exist correct it's just their understanding may be different to what they actually are um so you have to do it that's interesting it's, it's like yeah
1: yeah I, I mean either way it's hard to dis- disassociate of uh gods being man-made when you're making them up yourself it is difficult to be like, well, I mean, yeah, they would they would make this up, but I just made it up, so it seems kind of made up, you know.
0: Yeah, but that that is like because religion has such a huge impact on everything that is that's the societies do. Of course, of course. Or the lack thereof.
1: And also, I feel like it's the breeding ground for every conflict that ever happens anywhere. It trickles down into these smaller conflicts that then branch off into these other conflicts that I'll root back to the original storyline of the gods.
0: Especially for sure in like a high fantasy campaign. Or oh, like a, like
1: a fantasy high campaign. magic campaigns are the only campaigns.
0: Oh, is this, so that's what we're doing? It's is that what we're doing here? We're de- <laughs> no. Which is another thing like, but that is another thing that you need to define. I, like yeah. what is magic's influence? And a lot of that ties into the gods argument. I
1: think high magic gives you the ultimate Uh, ability to create whatever the fuck you want and i think creating a low magic campaign while it may be what you guys want to play it limits the person who's creating if they're not a very Mm -hmm. politically or uh, like intrigue type person they won't be able to make an interesting story without that magic element which you can just say this is what happens because i've deemed it and magic also
0: that's a really good point i i think that like if you're doing low magic it really is like a serious commitment to the or of the players so we three we've made we touched upon three really important things which seems like a lot to try and define so maybe we start with those um sure yeah so we got gods We've got geography what magic looks like. And we've got geography. Yeah, those
1: three things are basically... I think those are the most important three for any beginning of the campaign. What type of world are you going to build? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I don't think we have to get all of the filling for every continent laid out in this first episode. Because I'm hoping to keep it to about an hour. Uh... <laughs>
0: Six hours later. I
1: don't believe that should be a thing. Uh, I think we should try and get just the base like outline of what the continents... How big is each continent? Mm -hmm. Like, Maybe get a rough estimate of size and military power.
0: So really, we're touching upon the fourth element, which is scale. scale. How big are we building? Scale, scale, scale. Um, We're building at a planet scale, a national scale, a continent scale a country scale like well the idea is to get the whole whole
1: world we're building a world Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so planet but i kind of like to i like to and i i you know i think i've seen like matt mercer's method was kind of like this start with a continent have your creation myth you can always get a second continent in there like there's space or a third continent but you don't have to do all the continents at the same time Mm -hmm. as well because that allows you to like have some flexibility and pull in some other foundation lore after the fact if you think up something really cool you want to add in after. That is a good one. So, so maybe we're doing a continent.
1: Uh before we launch the actual episodes, we can take as much time as we want to build out the world before we start mm-hmm. taking, you know, member our audience requests or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we can do bits and bobs.
1: Bips and bobs. Let's do bips and bobs.
0: Bips and bobs. Okay, so. So, first bip. Creation myth. Sean, creation myth. Do we, are we creation mything for a continent? Are we creation mything for the planet? Because that's, there's so many, creation myth can also come in like, you can have a creation myth for a race. You can have a creation myth for a landmass. You can have a creation myth for a planet, right? I think we should come up with the
1: creation myth for the world and at least the vast majority of life not every specific being needs to be created by someone mm-hmm. but if we wanted to do like a general like this is how this planet and this landmass came to be
0: that seems valid so hear me out on this i'll hear you out giant giant space chicken
1: giant space chicken
0: poops out a round egg
1: well, who pooped out the giant space, space chicken? No, no, no. We need to answer this question. Who pooped out the giant space
0: chicken, Josh? Okay. So we're getting really deep into theology immediately here. Chicken or egg? Right? Well, sp- what space chicken or
1: planet egg, but yes.
0: Right. Space chicken, planet egg. Potato, potato. Um, but so you've got your space chicken. You've got your planet egg. Which came first? Well, I, I don't know. Who made... Maybe space dinosaurs? Did the, did the space dinosaurs evolve into space so we've chickens? we've got space dinosaurs. Lightless birds. <laughs> <laughs> we've got
1: space dinosaurs who then evolve into space chickens who then uh-huh. lay an egg that hatches the world. Yes. Uh, okay. I can get behind that.
0: I don't know that we need to actually follow this creation myth, but it does touch upon the like what came first um, element that is really important.
1: I do like this as being true but then no one on the planet believing it. And it's just some mm-hmm. weird cult who's like, the space chicken is first and foremost. And I'm like, space chicken. you're fucking insane. Get away from me, crazy guy.
0: And it could be like, the space chicken is a metaphor for some great astral capitalism
1: oh. creature.
0: Or, or <laughs> capitalism.
1: <laughs> or the great, great bigger creature,
0: yes. So there was once essentially a metaphorical space dinosaur okay. who slowly over billions of years evolved into a small flightless bird I, space I creature. do
1: have an idea for the name of this space chicken. Okay. It is referred to as he who calls the dawn. <laughs> he who calls the dawn. So it's basically <laughs> our Pellor is a space chicken.
0: Oh that's so good. <laughs>
1: But no one okay. but it's it's knowing that it's a space chicken is like deep, ancient, forgotten knowledge. And it's Nobody just referred to as nope. he who calls the dawn or the sun bringer mm. or any of those terms that are like ooh, the sun god. I, right. But it's it's just a fucking giant space chicken and no one knows. It's a giant
0: space chicken. <laughs> oh, I like I that. I adore this. This is brilliant. This is good. so this is this is an God, that is so good. He who calls the dawn and like the beginning of our world started with a crow that echoed through the cosmos. Like Oh man. Oh
1: my god. That's a that's a good
0: world to live on. This is this is a good start. So so chicken poops out egg.
1: Egg becomes
0: world yeah how does egg become world
1: maybe it's not so much an exact like egg it's not like an eggshell but the earth was formed from the chicken's cloacta did
0: you just say cloacta instead of cloaca that's impressive thank you honestly cloacta you're so smart
1: (laughs) that's how it's called (laughs) Look it up in a book. It's Look good. Look it up in our history book. Okay. We can change it. I'm sorry.
0: To. I'm not a chicken. We're doctor. building the
1: world. We can make it whatever we
0: want. It's Cloacta. That's true. Okay. So, so the Cloacta is the. Can the planet be called Cloacta? The planet is. I think
1: that's too. It's Cloacta. It's, Cloacta. it's called Cloacta. Yes. Yes, yes, Cloacta. yes. We've decided it. Welcome to okay. the world of Cloacta. They named it after the chickens, that- asshole? Wait, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. What's what's a scientific name for an egg? Um a spheroid, an oblong. Those are all terrible <laughs> names for an a plant. An Egg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Alright. What an about egg. uh Toreg? Is the name of the toreg? word?
0: Toreg. Toreg, okay. Oh, oh I get it. I got there. Tor okay, how do you spell that?
1: T-O-R-E-G or E-A-G Is that how you spell egg? What's oh, spelling egg with two G's?
0: Yeah, I like it. Toreg.
1: No one will know. It's a secret. It's a, it's a the world's oldest meme. The first meme was it's the p- name of the world.
0: The first <laughs> <laughs> This chicken world. Okay. All right. So we've got a world name. We've got a early creation mythos. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We know that there's at least going to be some sort of cult on there that is privy to this information, yeah. that they're all assumed to One be One of them crazy.
1: had a vision of a space chicken, and everyone's like, space chicken? Yeah, that sounds fucking stupid. You're an idiot.
0: Yeah. What are you, insane? What are you,
1: a moron? Go to your shame corner, cult. And they kill him, and he turns into a big wave of chickens, and ascends to heaven.
0: I just have this imagery from, like, the Zelda games, where you hit a chicken and then get swamped. <laughs>
1: But in space, there's, like, a big chicken face looking down at the earth while it's happening.
0: (laughs) Okay, there's an important thing for mythos, creation myth. Where'd the chicken go after it dropped the egg? Uh, To get to the other side. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) So the chicken crossed it, over why to did the other side. Why did
1: the He Who Calls the Dawn cross over planes to get to the other side? Mm-hmm.
0: And that is the grand question of our cult.
1: The cult, where Where did he, how did he get over to where he is now? How did he get to the other side?
0: Yeah. Why did he cross oh, the planar, that's amazing. planar bridge? This is, I want to play in this world already.
1: <laughs> it's a big
0: fucking joke and i love it (laughs) there'll be serious parts of it yeah honestly like pulling out the meme elements and portraying this in a serious way this is actually a genuine cool creation man yeah some sort of astral entity manifested this planet um, as this sort of husk that eventually formed life, and then crossed over into another plane, leaving the planet essentially to its own means. Mm-hmm. But there are those that believe that he who calls the dawn is still watching and may return. Yes,
1: roosting, if you will.
0: Roosting. But yes, he who calls the dune is current. Dawn is currently roosting.
1: <laughs> he who calls On the, the other dune. Side, the dune. <laughs> i do i do love the aspect of the people who they think are crazy people are the only ones who are right and mm-hmm. all this dumb like crazy shit they spout is like actually 100 percent true
0: yeah they're absolutely accurate I love it. they're also batshit crazy and like yeah. do like like they like they use chicken shit for potions and things like that yeah. or whatever I don't are they
1: know. like spell focuses of chicken feet
0: yeah oh hey that's cool actually yeah that just makes them seem extra I like cheap, how we just
1: weird. dug super hard into this one cult after our creation myth. We're just like, we're d- pulling it apart, pulling it apart, pulling it Pull apart. Pulling it apart.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it makes sense. And like, you know, there'll be a hundred other religions and entities that exist outside of this world mm-hmm. and, and deities and so on and so forth. Because there has to be, because clerics exist. Yeah. Um, and warlocks exist. But but this is a really neat start and it'd be fun to play with like some of these entities what's their connection to he who calls the dawn
1: yeah does he who knows the dawn hate them like them not know about them is he too above it all to give a cluck
0: other (laughs) eggs yeah yeah give a cluck oh Oh, this is
1: bad i shouldn't have been given this ability to make chicken no this
0: this is perfect this is this is fantastic i like, it. I like where this is like headed it. so yeah. we've got our creation we've myth. got the creation myth. we've got at least a god there's two paths we can take now we need to define how the geography formed on the egg mm-hmm. right so that things can inhabit it mm-hmm. did it come out whirling and spinning with water and earth and fire and air and the planar elements uh or did it come out as just a literal a little just egg
1: hunk of egg yeah
0: hurtling through space picking up debris
1: it had it's a so it's just an egg the outer shell mm-hmm. is the crust the mm-hmm. inside like the whites of the egg would be the mantle and the core is the mm-hmm. yellow center okay. of the egg Perfect. basically but no one can get through the shell it's impossible to get all the way through it it's massive and if okay. you get too deep, you get transported to the underdark. So it will work <laughs> <laughs> to protect the gooey center. He's put a uh, the underdark barrier
0: around it. Okay, so the underdark we have just canonically defined as technically a ward to protect to protect the, the egg.
1: creamy center. Yep.
0: Okay. Here's another thing we've just realized: this planet eventually will crack open and give birth to another astral entity.
1: Yes. He who brings with him doom.
0: <laughs> yes. This planet is literally a living thing. It's a time That block. will eventually... Yeah, this is a time... This world lore is amazing!
1: <laughs> and then... It's so good. I like the fact that the cult who calls the dawn is trying to... I like the, I like the idea of them trying to, like, keep the egg alive and make it hatch sooner. So they're trying so to, like, destroy the, the, world. the world. Yeah, they're trying to bring the birth of the new dawn collar or whatever
0: yeah yeah dawn collar number two 2.0
1: <laughs> son of dawn collar
0: Ooh, that's pretty good i like that <laughs> okay oh this is amazing yeah so the crust
1: is just it's a surface that i feel like over time has been struck with meteors um maybe the entity inside the egg is moving around kicking some of the shell like puncturing mm-hmm. like not puncturing but like making little bumps in it to make mountains mm-hmm. stuff like that
0: does it does it fall into orbit around a sun or is that is there no sun is gravity not what we perceive it to be um on this planet i like
1: i don't like D's physics in space i think that's dumb mm-hmm. Uh, where, like, if you go into space, you have an air bubble around you. I think that's right. pretty dumb. So I'm going to say we do our real-life physics.
0: Some real-life physics. So this... There is an
1: atmosphere on this egg.
0: <laughs> this egg develops an atmosphere. Oh, like, a living creature would be breathing of some sort or creating some sort of... It
1: would have its own... Atmosphere. It would create an atmosphere. Maybe it its own. generates like the atmosphere for itself. And that's what gives life to yeah. everything else.
0: And it's a catch-22 because if you kill this creature or allow this creature to give birth, all of that goes away. Yeah, as well, well,
1: it destroys everything because it's an egg. Yeah. God, that'd be cool, huh?
0: Okay. So we've got this egg creates its own atmosphere, begins to capture debris as it spins through space on no specific trajectory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,. Maybe picks up some rogue asteroids into its own orbit.
1: Yeah, it's got seventeen moons.
0: Seventeen moons. No, I don't want to name. Does I don't, it, don't want to name all those. It's got
1: five moons.
0: Five <laughs> moons. Okay, <laughs> five moons. It's got. Okay, so it's hurtling through space. It picks up five moons. So it's got five yes. moons. Yes. Plant life. Sun. Uh, druid bullshit.
1: It does have plant life. Um, okay. Because. Why, Josh? Why does it have planet life? (laughs) See how I did that?
0: I like to think that despite having an atmosphere and picking up moons for the first 1 million years, 2 million years, because keep in mind, guys, time is not... You have to consider time outside of the human perspective when you're creating a world. Pro tip. So, first couple million years, it's hurtling through space. Eventually... Well, I mean, what would create a sun for it to catch on if it was a giant chicken that was our creation? Or is the chicken, before it crosses over to the other side, slowly also hurtling through space, dropping the other? The chicken isn't
1: the sun. It is
0: he who calls the dawn.
1: Right. So. So when he
0: roosted or crowed, he created the sun. Yes. At the
1: exact moment the egg shot out of its uh, backside, it it. Uh gave life to the sun out of its mouth they are for the egg because it needed to be warmth to incubate yes it's a giant incubator it's a giant incubator okay and And so they
0: actually are created in tandem and then rotate through space together and
1: I think you are correct there are more of these egg planets out there that I think one of them has already hatched I love that some
0: astral creature
1: some Cthulhu-esque motherfucker
0: Roaming through space looking for heat sources like our incubator that is the sun. Yeah. An ever looming grand threat that could never be visited in this world's lifetime or could occur. Could. One hundred percent. Okay. So they've been hurtling through space. Mm -hmm. The sun is moving this kind of big thing. The sun is moving and we're moving in conjunction with the sun rotating it around it in its own orbits um yeah picking up debris that creates five moons. five moons it's got
1: five moons okay
0: um and for the first million years there's not much yeah
1: for the first couple of million or for the first million years there's not much um yeah. after
0: that even billions who, yeah
1: let's say now this chicken just created this one planet not necessarily mm-hmm. the god of all gods it just it just is a being that exists in the cosmos that created the planet
0: yeah there could be other astral chickens metaphorically speaking that have that have birthed other planets that have these entities um
1: i like the idea of this just being like a supreme beast of unimaginable size and scale that Mm -hmm. it just is its own divine essence Mm -hmm. like there's no killing this
0: thing (laughs) right it's outside of time as we actualize it like it is full yeah and if there are any others they're completely different and yet entirely the same in our ability to cognate them Mm -hmm. they're just these immense things
1: yes now how did life get created how did like sentient player race life get
0: created bacteria on the egg
1: oh my that's too real
0: it's too real. <laughs> okay, okay. So not bacteria, not bacteria. Oh, that's people a just, hard one. People
1: are just living germs.
0: You're just, you're just parasites on this egg. <laughs> um, are the good bacteria, though. Well, okay. So if we go that some of the early races were created by outer powers, benevolent creatures and spirits, mm-hmm. or other godlike entities, those have to be created first. Before the chicken. Well, it could come after the chicken. I think
1: between the chicken and people being there, yes, gods should arise.
0: Okay. Which gods? What's our pantheon look like? Mm-hmm. What's our our initial like treat I like to treat it like Greco-Roman pantheons where there has to there's be the first. titans and then there's the gods and then there's and pieces of them shatter off into these sporadic warring individuals who have different end goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i also like that this creation myth begins with no good or evil no good or evil it eventually has to formulate because good and evil well here's my here's
1: my suggestion what if another like divine entity came across this egg knowing what it was and said i have to safeguard this so that no one attempts to open it because I've that. seen what happens when one of these things hatches and it's not it's bad. It's not good. It's a bad thing.
0: Okay. Oh, so then, so then this divine being begins to seed life to help defend the egg further.
1: To keep, like, things, to keep a closer eye on the surface, it creates smaller creatures to exist there and, like, safeguard it.
0: Extraplanetary guardians. Of As it
1: basically keeps other things from outside the spectrum of their life from getting to the egg. I adore that they take care of the egg itself
0: Okay that's beautiful that's or poetic
1: or oh I like this even better it places okay. life there to siphon the energy away from the egg so the egg remains dormant as long as people remain on it
0: So we're back to being parasites
1: Well more or less yes it's basically using people to like you know how it creates its own atmosphere they siphon mm. away a lot of that atmosphere so it can't sustain itself so as it's- well. So it's, it's slow in stasis. Yeah. Pretty much. It's so slow that it's taking even longer,
0: more million years. Just destroying the egg would be catastrophic. Yes. And equally catastrophic would be allowing it to birth. So it's life has been put on this egg. Yes. As a stasis to sap it, but not destroy it. Or yeah.
1: so. I don't think, I don't think this being has the capacity to destroy it, but I also think he does not want to, to hatch or she, them. They don't want it to hatch. Them, yeah. Let's be neutral. They don't want it to hatch, so they put life here to siphon resource and
0: uh, energy away from the egg to keep its stasis. I'm 100% behind this and for this. What We're is ripping this? through this creation, is, though, by the way. We really are. We're killing it. <laughs> so what is this entity? Where does it come from? Where did they um, come from?
1: Maybe it came from another plane? Or maybe it came from a different
0: part of this reality? No, this is good. This is good. Because the he who calls the dawn. Yes. No sassy, he who calls the dawn um, crossed over to another side. Mm-hmm. And so this creature came back to this side because he was. they were threatened Ooh. by he who went over. They know how big a problem it is. They came over to this side to keep this egg from hatching because they don't want a second one
1: yes okay that is good so, cross so what plane. side now what side did that
0: beast go to can we just call it the other side
1: the other side there's no like this doesn't it doesn't this, tie to another plane it's just the other side
0: this what if it's our own plane what if we create a new plane called the other side
1: that's amazing because it's a chicken and it's a good meme yeah i like it
0: and the other side we can define later in future podcasts so we have this plane called the other side this entity came from so we've got the astral chicken going over to the other side scaring what's on the other side so much that they came over to this side mm-hmm. to cre- stop or prevent a second one from happening Basically, unable yeah. to destroy this egg but placing it into a stasis by sapping its life from it by placing living creatures upon it
1: pretty much yeah. So
0: this creature, at least this being, this entity, has the ability to carve life into this egg. To form seas and geography out of the debris that it has already collected on the egg. Yes. What do we call this? We call
1: it the Beyonders. The Beyonders? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's from Marvel, I believe. Oh. <laughs> or it's from DC, one of those two. They're all it's the same. It's from, from comics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the idea god of this people. being such an old myth that people don't know Doesn't in have full any. clarity. Like, this god also probably isn't worshipped that much.
0: Right. This is the first god of life. Mm-hmm. So we've got a god of the creation of the planet, which is just worshipped by a crazy cult. And then we've got a god of life that, again, has kind of gone... Well, it has a presence, though, this being, because it's still there safekeeping. How about this?
1: what if this thing something happened to it okay like while it was creating life and it was making sure everything was set up to be you know set up so it stays in stasis something (laughs) happened to it so it then divided itself into into gods i like that so we don't have to name this thing we just have to name
0: the gods. What it turned itself into, basically. This was whatever it was from the beyond. Yes. Was the sun also a defense mechanism that well, well, sh- shattered this creature? Like, something like that? The sun? Yeah, like, okay. Oh! So the astral chicken created these two things to incubate this planet. This sun is here already. Is it also warmth, life for its egg, but also a defense mechanism? Maybe it so found when- out
1: That if it stayed in this form, the sun would alert the old beast of its presence here and come back and fucking eat it. So it split itself. So it divided itself to be less detectable. But still watch over the planet. Or Mm -hmm. the egg. This is
0: good. We're we're figuring it out. We're getting there. This is the process, guys. This is just to
1: avoid us naming one guy. I've destroyed him and made more.
0: You've made more for us to name.
1: (laughs) I, I... Love, I love this it. creation it's <laughs> it's very good it's very it's good amazing. stuff i don't think we should name the gods yet i think we should do a pantheon specific episode if we do that
0: i think that's a really good idea so we know the gods are here we know they are creating right a habitable space so that the parasitic life forms they can are keep the attempting
1: to maintain the status quo of the exterior of the egg to keep it in stasis
0: Mm -hmm. and eventually like maybe one portion of this god decides to go rogue and well here's the thing
1: about here's the thing about balance they have to keep it the same they don't have to make everything good for the people on it Mm -hmm. so there is an aspect of this thing that deals with making sure the population isn't too big on this thing thus killing the egg and potentially like damaging it or making things worse so it's yep, causing it, another catastrophe it lowers the population like the god of death he makes you know things he mm-hmm. basically regulates how regularly people die and all that shit so they can stay on the egg and then there's, i
0: also i i really do like though a betrayer myth like there's an element of this being that's broken itself out one of these gods that decides it wants to oh after, fully that however, could be a thing many too millions of years yeah i'm we're just getting, saying like, we're getting into pantheons now but yeah. we're getting yeah, into red versus blue territory yeah we're starting to like this and this is where like the conflict comes from yeah strife
1: no i like that
0: yeah and again because there's no in this creation myth there is no this thing becomes good and this thing becomes evil that's going to be really interesting to navigate when we start to talk about elements of good and evil which are inherently mechanically a part of dungeons and dragons
1: fully which i don't always agree with
0: yeah exactly and And you can ignore it entirely
1: this is actually this is the first real stance i'm going to take on this podcast besides dwarves are cool alignment is garbage everyone listening don't use alignment it's bad this has been your weekly advertisement for the alignment is bullshit council
0: we just need like a like a like some sort of sound effect to go off when you say that like
1: my hot take notification
0: sean's hot take yeah
1: I'm gonna record like a little thing like this has been a notif- or a PSA from the Players Against Alignment Council.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's that's perfect. So yeah. I, I really like that. I love that element.
1: That's really good. Okay. So we've got we've got all that sort of situated away. Is there anything else we wanna add in to the creation myth? Like maybe a different aspect or just some random element? Well, I Maybe mean, there's just another portion that, at the same time, this other shit was happening that they just didn't know about.
0: Anything else? Anything else? I mean, I think I think we leave it open. I think leave there's opportunity for things to come from the other side, uh, yes. or for or for gods to go back to the other side, right? Like, That's I think true. I think those events can happen as we need them, um, as we're making the world, right?
1: Yeah. I think that 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 works cuz I think
0: this is a really good core creation myth and if we lock it in too much we're not going to have any wiggle room when we get further down the rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah. I I do we want to cuz we said our like other element was geography. Do we want to get into how that begins to happen on this planet? How the oceans are formed uh and and so on and so forth? Is it just all debris that begins to collect or is there a god that begins to craft this into something hospitable
1: so my thought was when this entity first arrived it sort of crafted the surface to be sort of some sustainable
0: okay Um, before it it split itself
1: before it split itself as it was doing that work it noticed that it was being detected or realized that if it stayed this way it was going to be seen Mm. Uh, so it split itself off to keep itself hidden i like that yeah
0: so it began to draw the eye It made, it made the, the, it took the existing debris on this egg and turned it into land masses. Yeah. And then.
1: And then it placed living creatures among those land masses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then it was like, okay, now, bye bye So. Yeah. If it's placing living creatures, that's, I mean, the geography then is essentially done. We get to just say, well, it placed it like this, which can be fun.
1: I also have something to posit. Let me, just hear me out on this. Okay. What if. All arcane magic mm-hmm. comes from the thing inside the egg.
0: It's a it's a force, a source of arcana. It is the source
1: of all magic on this planet. Okay. Every wizard, sorcerer,
0: warlock, like
1: war, well, warlocks. Meh. I mean, they draw their power from something. That power, that power, has to come from something too. Right. But It depends on who they make the deal with. They make it with a fiend. It comes from the hells. If they make it from the Feywild comes from there i like
0: is. you remember we were talking about how like the underdark was formed during the planets the eggs conceptualization yes. to protect it i like to think that there are entities that were sewed into that underdark that are also incredibly powerful demigod-like creatures Ooh. that that were there by the astral chicken's design essentially.
1: that are there to protect its deepest cracks mm-hmm. Yeah. And those things its weakest begin
0: points begin to reach out to as they don't they may not even know their own creation myth either, right? They yes. just know they're there to protect the yoke. But they begin to reach out to the beings on the surface. So and there are I, pacts formed as well, and there are sources of magic there. But I like the idea of specific magic types inherently coming from
1: here what is what I'll posit to you. Wizards and bards, their version of magic is learned and harnessed Uh, outside of themselves because wizards learn it in school bards learn it on the road and then they focus that magic into spells that they create
0: it's the whole ley line concept like it's an existing source that they learned manipulate. yeah
1: but they don't know why the ley lines are so specific set up in this way where it's like it's very strange so almost like designed to be this way
0: so their magic comes from the yoke
1: it comes from yeah the (laughs) yoke
0: Oh, that's great. And then we create an egg wizard subclass. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. But sorcerers get it from whatever they got it from. Warlocks get it from the Mm -hmm. deals
0: they make. Like, sorcerers Uh, inherently, like, I assume, again, these creatures that were placed across the planets, like, sentience could be as powerful as dragons, and there's, like, mixed, like, bloodline stuff there. No, I like that. And then the warlocks making packs with the fractions of the god or with these other creatures that exist below the surface
1: yeah that works
0: oh that's beautiful that's awesome <laughs> i'm gonna full,
1: full creation myth in under an hour look at that
0: i know that's pretty good
1: we're talented
0: we we're genius we should I do this every week <laughs> I, I agree this is fun this is yeah, really fun it was really fun let's summarize what we've done one more time too okay. is the outro
1: all right, so before we go, one more summary. What do we have? We've got We oh, ancient Go chicken. ahead. Oh god, I will not remember all of it. Please take it from me.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> here we go. So, we have a giant extraplanar astral chicken that birthed this planet. Uh which as it birthed the planet, it created a sun and incubator to keep the yoke alive and eventually give birth to a secondary astral chicken upon the completion of this task it yeeted itself over to the other side when it landed on the other side uh, it terrified whatever entities live there and they crossed back over to this side they sent an agent now this is happening over millions if not billions of years and during that time the egg has been hurtling through space with its sun picking up debris and moons like the five moons um, when this extra creature kind of arrives it finds this egg and its incubator and the egg birthed by the astral chicken has this underdark layer around the yolk protecting it that has all these different powerful entities these creatures that may not necessarily know why they're there but they know they're there to protect the center of this planet the entity that has crossed over from the beyond the other or whatever we're going to call them begins sowing Uh, and making this land this egg habitable with the intent of putting life forms on the planet that will sap the life force out of the egg so that it cannot be birthed this grand entity isn't powerful enough to destroy the egg but it doesn't want it to be birthed into another essentially astral chicken so it's going to put life forms on the planet to keep that balance maintain that balance as it does this and seeds the planet with life forms, it begins to realize that it may be detectable by the astral chicken, so it splinters itself off into a whole series of demigod creatures, which eventually become the gods of this patron. Allowing us to define magic, warlocks pulling their magic from packs with either these demigods or the creatures of the Underdark. Um, it allows us to define that wizards and bards pull their magic from the arcane ley lines that are inherently a part of this egg of this creature that exists in the center of the planet. Um, and then the sorcerer is gaining their magic from bloodlines uh, tethered to all of these different entities and deities. Essentially defining the initial source of our planet's geography, the magic, and the creation myth and god myth for the entire planet. And that is our synopsis. Damn. That's good. We did that in less than 50 minutes, Sean. That that's is impressive.
1: really cool. I would play I would listen to this podcast every week if I could. You
0: should. It sounds and it's positive. It's called The Lore Dump. You should Lore you Dump. should definitely. Yeah, Lore Dump. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, it's it's
1: now say josh tell tell me your newest and most uh fervent viewer where would i submit my questions if you were to uh ask me if i had any questions and i wanted to submit them
0: so uh you changed the email on me
1: so i don't actually know what it is uh oh i i I found a note you sent me just now and in the discord it's uh Lord dump at gmail.com all lowercase and doesn't appear to be any numbers or spaces in there Josh
0: very good this is definitely something that I knew and you're welcome I'm so happy that I could provide that to
1: hey you. I'm gonna send you all of my questions from my big upcoming campaign that I'm working on yes, or something
0: please. lots of questions all the questions because we're gonna answer those questions
1: do you, you take know? homebrew requests
0: Yes. In fact, those are our most favoritist requests.
1: No. What if I asked you of a subclass or race or magic item or rule I wanted to do? We'd, we would love to provide our feedback on that, viewer. Well, listener. then, this is this is uh, makes my day. I'll do it immediately. I'll send you all my emails, or I'll find you uh, at. Oh, I see it. You also added this on the note at Twitter at the Lord Dump and at Instagram at the Lord Dump. You're such a good listener. Wow, you've
0: retained all of this information uh, that I gave uh, Your you.
1: note helps. It's all I'm looking at right now.
0: I'm I'm good at this. Well <laughs> You're done, me.
1: Perfect. Well, that's gonna do it for this week, uh, listeners. We are going to. End the show. Wow, how do people do this?
0: <laughs> uh, signing out. Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bye! Noises.
1: Hopefully uh, copyright-free music will be playing. <laughs> or his. Definitely. <death laughs>